Uh, has Pastor Craig ever done Pilates? <laughs> That's a good one. After hearing Daryl describe it, I will never do Pilates. I can tell you that right now. Welcome to the Pastors Hangover. My name is Melissa, and we're going to chat with some of the pastors of Grace Family Church today. We're going to chat yes. with Pastor Hal Mayer. Hello, hello. Pastor Daryl Black. Yeah. And Pastor Craig Altman. We're ready. Yes, we're ready. Yes, we are ready, ready to go. And let's let's do this. We have a lot of new followers, yeah. and new fans. Yeah. Does one of you just want to share quick what Pastors Hangover means? Because it does not mean that these yes. pastors. Well, are yeah, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and talk about you it. You do so, good at telling yeah. us that. Yeah, one. because I mean, I was the one I, I did come up with it because I think it's a there great idea. Go. Because yeah. there is something that every pastor feels on Monday. So a lot of people don't understand this. When you give messages on the weekend, especially when we're given four messages on the weekend, they actually say every time you give a thirty-minute message, it's the same wear on your body as a full work day. And so when you're doing multiples of them, when yeah. you wake up on Monday morning, you are dead, you are tired. Yeah. You're waking up going, what did I say yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have said this and I wish I would have said this. Yeah. So really what they the termed is pastor's hangover. So that's what we do is we get on here and we do follow-ups to what we wish we would have said, how we wish we would have said it, maybe explain things a little bit more, uh, just so you guys kind of understand um, a little bit more of the message. Yeah. And also questions, right? Yeah, questions. Yeah. We try to and answer some of the questions that go a little deeper. Which yeah. we love because sometimes we don't understand what perspective you guys are coming from, they're coming from. Exactly. And so when they ask the question, they go, oh, I didn't think anybody had that question. So it's Send it's your perfect. questions, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Good awesome. explanation. That's a different explanation with a real hangover, but yeah. that was in the BC well, yeah, days. It's not a real Before hangover. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. All those remedies, none of them work. You know? I, I well, you know. guys are church boys. I, I've yeah. never. <laughs> I wasn't a church boy. Anyway. All right. Where are we at? <laughs> we are at... Um, yeah. I'm going to... Oh, we're on the finance series. Yeah. Yeah. We are. Two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Man. Two I did the two weeks ago, and then Daryl yeah. did an amazing job uh, last week. And I was so excited because... For 30 years, I've been doing most of them, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, uh, I love doing them because I believe it's God's truth like any other truth in the Bible, but yeah. it's good to hear a different voice, a different perspective and freshness. But he did a great job. Thank you. Really good yeah. job. Yes, man. you totally did. Daryl's message was called The Bag, Basket, and Barn. So go ahead and w- go back and watch that on YouTube yeah. and Spotify because I'd recommend the YouTube version so you can see some of the visuals that you use yeah. because to see them and see how you pulled the message together. But yeah, week two on finance and people yeah. are still listening. People had yeah. more questions than we've ever yeah. gotten on yeah. a message before. Which either means good or bad or things. Bad. Like or, well, it's so, emotional. Or we like hit something. Said. There, yeah. there, there's something yeah. that you hit a nerve. Hit. There's yeah. something yeah. about money that yeah. is always the nerve. Yes. Yeah. So thank you guys for submitting your questions, mm-hmm. seriously, because every week we want to dive through and answer the questions that you guys have. So any initial thoughts or we want to just dive in? I like hearing from them. We want to do that. Yeah, let's hear from we them. always yeah. kind of talk, yeah. but let's yeah. hear some of the let's, questions. Let's go. Okay. Uh, has Pastor Craig ever done Pilates? <laughs> that's a good one after hearing daryl describe it i will never do pilates i can tell you that right now that's a good one okay our first real question that was just but you know it's interesting can i just say something about that the reason the way he brought that up is people feel a lot of pain when mm-hmm. it comes to their finances and there's good pain and bad pain yeah 
The bad pain is when you continue to not manage it properly and you're going to continue to experience pain a year from now, two years. And there's a good pain when you yeah. decide to bring discipline mm-hmm. and structure yeah. and budget in your finances. Right. Yeah. There's also pain there. Like, you mean I can't go and get that extra whatever right. it is or yeah. that new thing. Right. And there's yeah. pain there. But that kind of pain's different because in the long run, as you said, yeah. the, the, the outcome is going to be much better for you. So there is pain. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's with everything that God asks us to do. He goes, yeah. you're going to defer the momentary happiness for future joy. Yeah. Yes. And there's nobody living with more joy than people that are ready to go into that next phase of life that actually yeah. have the money and the ability to do what God's called them to do. We yeah. hate so, delayed gratification. Absolutely. It's do. true. That's such a powerful truth. But yeah. 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 And I got to tell you, I've had so many people come to me and say that they do Pilates and they mm-hmm. love it, and they didn't like it at first, but That's now good. that they're doing it, they mm-hmm. love doing They do it every day or every night. I'm like, wow. So I, I'm not there yet where <laughs> I'm loving Pilates, but I do see the benefit. Like, I believe in the promise. Right. Mm-hmm. Because there are so many people that say, this is going to work for you. I'm, I'm already, I've been doing it for two weeks, and I am more flexible. There so you I go. see some of those benefits, mm-hmm. and I think it's the same thing with anything else. So you think if they start giving money, even though it might be painful, it's yeah. going to be down the road. They're going to enjoy it. Cause yes. it is, you really become a cheerful giver. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. Good stuff. That's cool. So Pilates see. and money. I don't know how it all got me. I don't know either, yeah. but it's exciting. Um, I mean, just a foundational question. How would you guys define financial success? Hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, someone asked good that. Question. And I think delayed gratification <clears throat> that you guys were just talking about. I'll, I'll, I'll say this, financial Biden. success, there's, number one, what's the motive? I think that we all want to be successful. We all want to have money. But what drives us, and for me, I've, I'm going to determine financial success. It would be that I'm able, I have found a, a threshold of contentment where I'm like, man, I am doing better. Every day, and this is where I'm going to yeah. stay no matter how much more I make. Mm-hmm. And if I can create that kind of contentment in my life, then the extra I can really do the things maybe God's speaking to me to do. I mean, yeah. margin in your life brings peace. So to me, it's that's what success is, not the amount you make, but what is that contentment level? And then when you can get beyond that to say, okay, God has met all my needs. I don't yeah. really need anything else. Yeah. Uh, that's that's, And then you have that extra, that, that part of you that can do way more than you ever dreamed uh, yeah. to be generous towards God, God's kingdom, walking down the street, yeah. you hear about a need and go, mm-hmm. I want to help that out. Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that's Absolutely. powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because there's not a number. Because no. yeah. if you meet anybody that's rich, they're not ever satisfied with where they're at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always something else. And so it is that contentment yeah. that comes into it. Yeah. But is it? It's it's I think financial success is pure stewardship of money the way God asks us to do That's it. good. Yep. And, and to really look at it, to to bring God into my finances, into what's going on. And I'm not saying giving all of it away, right. but it is the ability to start with God. Yes. Do what he's called you to do in savings. But then when he he calls you to something mm-hmm. to help someone or to love somebody or to go outside of what you're already doing. You have that ability to do that yeah. and you understand you have the ability to do it because you've been stewarding your finances the right way. Yeah. I think that's when we know yeah. is when we have that opportunity, we can step into it yeah. and we go, Oh, that's because I've been following God and yeah. what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that's where the most joy comes into yeah. it. Yeah, it is. I mean, you, you said it uh, in your message when you were talking about, uh, being able to do things mm-hmm. for people, being able to do something yeah. for somebody. And I think I think for most people, um, 
as soon as you think you get settled, you're like, there's another thing. Well, I, I need to pay for this. My kids are moving. Mm -hmm. Now I need to, yeah. they're getting married. Now I'm going to- There's always something. There's always going to be a thing where you feel like I haven't made it yet, I, or I need to make more money. And so mm -hmm. if you're able to live within the means that God has given you to live in and do the stuff that God has called you to do, that's success. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not the bigger car or the bigger house. It's being able to live with what God gave you and be content. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's what success looks like. And it's funny when you say bigger car, bigger house. I know people have bigger cars, bigger houses, but they're still unbelievably generous. I mean, yeah. they live on like, you know, fifty percent of their income, and they're they have they. Yeah. So it's not about yeah. you can't have bigger, but but when yeah. things rob us of the basics, like you talk yeah. about the basics of tithing, yeah. I can't tithe because I've overcommitted to stuff. Mm -hmm. That's not mm -hmm. financial success in God's eyes. Yeah, I mean, right. that's not mm -hmm. honoring God. No, so. no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't. We don't have a. We actually don't have a giving problem. We have a spending problem. Mm -hmm. Right. We people we give the stuff all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we we but we spend everything. I I love that in the Bible this pastor used this analogy. He goes, yeah, God said he's going to open up the floodgates of heaven. The problem is we're opening up our windows. And we're, as he's opening up his windows, we're opening up our windows. So yeah. we're not storing, we're not yeah. saving, we're mm -hmm. not valuing it. We're we're giving it to everybody else yeah. instead mm -hmm. of learning how to steward it. Well. That's good. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think the uh, like best word to describe kind of what all three of you said is margin. Yeah. Like yeah. it's okay to have this stuff, but if there's not enough margin, you're right. not in a place to have this stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. And that margin in everywhere. Right. creates yeah. a freedom. And, and the good news is you may have none. You may be upside down, but if you'll start applying mm -hmm. God's principles, yep. God's ways, eventually yep. you will begin to have margin and peace in your life, and you'll be amening what we're saying instead of not really mm -hmm. wanting to hear it and wanting to right. turn yeah. this podcast off right now. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you know? the principles don't start when you get more. Yeah. Right. And I think that's, that's really that, good. I've, I've talked yeah. to so many people this past weekend who were struggling, and they were like, man, we – we would love to give, but we can't afford to. Yeah. It's like, well, no, you can't afford not to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you've got to start. Be faithful with a few yeah, things. Yeah, you've got to start somewhere and then let God uh, make the increase. And then yeah. really look at your life and steward your life well. That's good. Yeah. And so there, there are things that you can look at. I mean, we we looked at this lady's coffee, and, and she's been spending almost $1,200 a year on coffee. Yeah. And going, do you need that much coffee? Or can't you buy coffee from the store? We mm -hmm. do Starbucks at the house. And this is the same person that's saying, I can't. I can't, I can't give. give. I can't afford you know, to give. See, it's just a matter of yeah. re reordering our priorities and our needs versus yep. our wants. That's mm -hmm. a whole nother yeah. financial freedom financial coming freedom. up, man. Yep. Get in that class. It yep. really will help you. On yep. all campuses. Good yep. stuff. And yep. here's the deal. If you cannot, if it's on your campus at a time you can't go to, look at the other campuses. That's right. Yep. Because, I mean, that's one of the great things about having eight Eight, eight campuses. campuses now yeah. is uh, there's a lot of time frames and they're not that far away from That's each right. other to True. where you couldn't mm -hmm. drive to. Good. So yeah, and it's just five weeks. Right. It's not a lifetime commitment, right? Yeah. But the principles yep. that you learn there change mm -hmm. your life. Yeah. Hey, Melissa. Before we started this, you said there was a question that's so controversial, but we really want to take time to address it. You mentioned mm -hmm. one about I give, but I give to all these other. Mm -hmm. What is that exact question? Because we really want to hit this one head on. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Because we get that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she said. Um, there's not a lot of messages that have brought understanding about tithing to me until this one. For more clarity, does the tithe have to go directly to the church every time? For example, I give to a program that gives educational resources and one that gives food to the less fortunate. Does that qualify? Great question. First of all, I think it's awesome that you have a heart to want yeah. to give to all these organizations. Absolutely. We. 
listen, I, there are so many worthy causes out there. So I would say commend them first on, hey, I want to give. But mm -hmm. I think the biggest question we hear is, well, I want to do 2% here and 2% here and 2% here. We believe very clearly, and the scriptures are there. You said one, bring it to the house of the yeah, Lord, right. that, that the first 10% goes to the local church because yeah. what you don't realize in our portfolio we're doing all those things he's talking about doing yeah. we're giving to education or we're our dream center and what we're doing educationally for those yeah. kids missions, uh, mm -hmm. missions yeah. uh mm -hmm. feeding the poor metropolitan is one of our strategic partners who houses and, mm -hmm. and feeds yeah. uh, people and so we would say and it sounds so self-serving yeah. Give the first ten percent, but the, but we believe there's a clear biblical uh, principle for that, and then yeah. over and above that, do other things. There's several yeah. things that I I give to that are not part of Grace Family Church, but my yeah. first ten percent goes to the church, and we always say this too: uh, where you're led and fed is right. where you right. should give. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, and it's amazing. Uh, that and so we want to be very clear mm -hmm. uh, that we believe it's scripturally based. And uh, a lot of things that you're giving to, uh, we've vetted very well, by the way. The portfolio yeah. we have that gives to mm -hmm. missions, whether it's mm -hmm. overseas or local, yeah. uh, we make sure that they're good stewards right. mm -hmm. and they have good financial practices because I want to give to things that are also being responsible. Right. But that's yeah. a, a long answer. But Yeah, no, that's yeah. good. And I want to just clarify for the person that's asking too. I If this was me asking the question, I don't think they're asking, you guys, does this qualify... As a tithe, I, my interpretation would be, hey, what does the Bible say about this? Right. Like, yeah. That's okay, the question gotcha. we're bringing to, yeah. to yeah. the pastors. Well, yeah. It, you're not here to say yes or no or whatever. You're yeah. here to say, here's the biblical right. perspective, right. Sure. which you just provided the scripture right. to back it up. So yeah. I think that's great biblical yeah. context it. for that. It's Malachi 3. It's bring bring the tithe into the storehouse. Mm -hmm. yeah. Bring it to the place where you're being fed right. and led. Yeah. That's it, where you bring it. I mean, you wouldn't go to Chick-fil-A and eat Chick-fil-A and then pay, pay, somewhere else. pay Burger King. Yeah. No, mm. this is where you're being fed. So this is where, and you want those resources to be where you are. This right. is yeah. this is this is where you're doing ministry. Yeah. Uh, this is your family. This is your community. So we are the hands and feet in the areas that you can't get to. Right. Yeah. So. You know, they also the Bible says the tithe is holy, and when I think about the tithe being holy, it was something really you you didn't touch it. Mm -hmm. and, and we don't control it. You don't control the tie. And I think part of it is, and I, I say this as kind as I know how, we want to control it. Yeah. Even yeah. the tie, we want to control it. And that part, I really believe is clear. You know, we yeah. give the tithe because it's holy, and that, that part we don't, we don't control. And again, mm -hmm. we, we show people every year, here's our business operation model, yeah. here's where we give. Uh, but mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I don't and, know. and we do. We have the CPA, and we have had to... I've known because I've, I've, I've talked to you about it. We've had to say no to certain ministry partners because yeah. we don't agree with the way that they right. either spend their money or do those things. And at, at the same time, it's not that we are at a lack of vision for what else we would love to do yeah. <laughs> or what else yeah. we believe God wants us to do. Many times it's the lack of money yeah. to be able to do it. Yeah. And so it, it, it is that thing. I think a lot of times people look at Grace Family Church and go, well, you guys are good. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like, no, there's still a lot of growth possibility. There's yeah. still a lot more that can happen. There's a lot of ways we can affect yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah. I know you've talked 
talked about it many times, even your heart for single moms and yeah. some things that you've, God has given you vision on that just haven't been able to happen yet right. because that's where we're at. Sure. Yeah. And there is, and man, it's, what's incredible is every time we get to open a campus, we are literally creating like a lifeblood to that community. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you've seen anything, it's not that we are constantly like every pastor is getting much, much more or anything like yeah. that. It's like, no, we're getting more money. Let's go start something else. Let's yeah. reach more people yeah. for right. God. And if you guys don't know this, when you open a campus, it actually reaches more people who don't know about God yeah. yep. than a, a church that has been in a community for a long period of time. Not that that's not doing it, right. but every time you open a campus, you are reaching more people that mm -hmm. have never heard that's the true. message mm -hmm. or have gone away. And yeah. so it's an incredible even missions opportunity within your own city. And Tampa, if you guys don't know, is one of the least, is yeah. the most unchurched metropolitan areas yeah. Yeah. in the nation. And yeah. so we have so many people that still need to hear about the love of God. And so yeah. when we say give, it's not because we're saying give it because yeah. and we want it. Yeah. We, it's just, man, we see what the possibility of what God can do because yeah. when he takes it, he multiplies it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's the story of when when he gets the the loaves of bread and the fish. It's once once it got in Jesus's hands, yeah. that was the moment it was multiplied. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what we believe. Yeah. When you give it to the church, man, God multiplies it into yeah. so much. And more. I think the problem has been for some struggle of the church. There's been abuses. There has. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, and so I don't give. And, yeah. and unfortunately, you can't lump everybody like that. You say mm -hmm. we have an outside CPA. We have a lot of accountability. Yeah. We're bored, and so, but people have this vision. They just want to give because. You know, we need more fuel for our private jet to go fly right. around somewhere, and we don't have a private jet. Number one, I mean, no, nope. uh, but we try to be good stewards yep. of yeah. what we have. Yeah. yeah. So let's. Another question we got is, what's the difference between tithe and offering? And I think this is a perfect kind yeah. of segue because, you know, my husband and I have different organizations that we're passionate mm -hmm. about, yeah. and other places where we give money. And that's our offering. Like yeah. that's mm -hmm. that's our above and beyond, right? Can you yeah. guys chat more about? You answered it. Just <laughs> yeah. that, that's the answer. That's, that's the simplest version of the answer. Is yeah. The tithe is what you bring to church. The offering right. is the above. And well, everything in the New Testament is about that, though. Like yeah. everything Jesus talked about, he took the original and he said he he added to it. Yeah. <laughs> he, so if, even if we get into it, like Jesus never said like a tithe was like all we should ever right. aspire to. Mm -hmm. He goes, we should look to give and to be generous. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, this is the beginning point. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you look at the all the different areas and organizations yep. and, and even people. I've given to a lot of kids that are going yeah. into missions and right. stuff like yeah. that. Like, that is, that's that's exactly what it is. It's yeah. blessing those that are doing the work of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it is the over and above. Over you know? and above. Yeah. To yeah. wherever you want to do it to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've, yeah. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I answered a question. That's pretty cool. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, all right. Another question we got is, how do we teach young adults about tithing and God's miracles if they've not struggled and experienced it the way that we have? Well, I, I, from personal experience, I yeah. mean, I didn't struggle in the beginning. I didn't struggle in the same experience of giving like some people did later on. Like he, Craig came to Christ much later yeah. in life. But I think for parents it is just teaching the principle mm -hmm. that's that's how my parents that's how my dad started with me hey i'm going to teach you this principle of giving consistently so that this becomes a a kingdom habit of yours right. yeah and it even be even before i fully understood what it all was it was like oh no i've got to give mm -hmm. i've got it my 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 first church job with 
first time they pay me at church, I was a janitor mm -hmm. at church. And I would ride my back. I would ride my bike 45 minutes from my house to the church to clean the church. Mm -hmm. And they paid me 30 bucks. Wow. Clean, clean, and that was I cut the grass, yeah. cleaned the church. Can I hire you from here? That's a good deal. That's a good was, deal. We learned so much more about you every yeah. week. I feel like, and, and but I remember getting that thirty bucks, going, oh, I've got to give my tithe. Mm -hmm. I've got to, I've got to, got to pay my tithe. I'm like 13, 14 years old, something like yeah, that. That's like, cool, man. I got to pay. Yeah, this this comes off top because I want to honor God mm -hmm. with what I get. Mm -hmm. And and there was that principle that was just embedded. In us to do that, and so, and I would, I would encourage parents to just start young. Yeah. To say, hey, mm -hmm. this is what we do. Even if you give your child an allowance, say, yeah, this is your allowance, and here's how you set this aside. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a great way to start for them to start to understand the principle of giving, but also how to manage finances. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Hey, this is what we give to God. This yep. is what you save, and here's what you can go buy candy That's with. Right. Here's mm -hmm. what you can go buy a toy with. Here's what yep. you. And so you start those principles as early as possible. Yeah. And for, for young people that may not have a parent around that can do that, I would say start. Yeah. yeah. Start. There's the 10, 10, uh, 80 rule. Right. Uh, just start right now, whatever it looks like. Mm -hmm. Just start. Yep. And God will honor mm -hmm. the fact that you're starting. Well, yeah. you know, you said in your word in the message, talking to the young adult who's struggling. Jesus, I mean, the Bible says, "Try me, mm -hmm. test me." Yeah, mm -hmm. this is my way. Let me do it my way, and yeah. just see what happens. And so, it is a step of faith to start. You know, the yeah. struggle. Well, it's a struggle for anybody to start anything, right? Whether mm -hmm. it's working out or giving. But I would say to that young adult. Trust the promise of God. Start doing it and yeah. watch what God will do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I would say my parents, they found ways of, it, it, not a lot of money, but it, we never, I never got an allowance. I did get paid to do certain things. Yeah. There are certain things, mm -hmm. there's this, you're in the family, this is what yeah. you do. Yeah. And then there was the above and beyond. But we had, I remember having this, and I think they still make them. It was called like a bank of blessings. Mm -hmm. And when you got your, you went directly in there, and yeah. then we would go, church and then we would take it and we would put it in there so it was just that natural response to what's going on and actually my first job too was also working at the church wow. for way less than what they could have paid me i found out after i left they hired two people to replace me and paid them more wow and i'm like yeah. so is that what happens when you're a pastor's kid yeah. Yeah. but uh yeah anyway but yeah i think you you have you start early with it it's just a part of what we do mm -hmm. and this is what you're doing and I've, I've even seen um some people that have literally the three they have the 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 tie, they have the savings, and then they have what you can spend. Yeah. And uh, I remember my dad early on would even do stuff like, hey, whatever you save up in this for vacation, I'll double it. So we yeah. learned the idea of when you save, it gets – It's. I mean, just there's That's different awesome. ways. Yeah. I think parents, you just have to take an active approach in yep. that to helping them understand those That's things. Mm -hmm. But yeah. if you're a young adult or an adult and you haven't ever started, you yeah. just – you got you yeah. to take a step. Yeah. And I would say yeah. try, try it for a season. Like yeah. I, I talked to people, they were, well, I tried it one time and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. You know, I did it for two weeks and then nothing happened. Yeah. Try it for a season, just yeah. like working yeah. out. Yeah, you <laughs> Anything don't try else. it for two weeks. Yeah, you, Nothing's you, gonna happen. In right. Yeah. Well, there's no faith in doing it once. Yes. Yeah. So try it for I, I, a I season. There's not a lot of faith right. in doing it once because it's it's yeah. just going. Yeah. Yeah, and I think like when my husband and I came to this church, we came from a very small church. I had never been. Mm. Our church was, I don't know, maybe we hit 100 people on Easter. Like, yeah. you know, that's how, how we grew up. So I didn't know everything it took mm -hmm. to, to host All a weekend ins, yeah. service. I mean, yeah. and, and I'll just say this. If you're a young person or whoever hesitant about giving here, for me, when I got in a group, when I went to go, like, dive in, I was like, man, this is my church. This yeah. is my home. These yeah. are my people. Like, of course, 
this is where I'm going to tithe. Yeah, once they, you, decided this uh, you said a mouthful. You people underestimate what it costs yeah. to do ministry. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, you know, and 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 the thing is, the big rich church cracks me up because we have a big vision, and a big vision requires resources. It does. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and so it's, but they underestimate what goes on on a day to day basis, and how many people we're really helping. Uh, what we're really doing with single moms and benevolence or missions and mm-hmm. and that and and when they get on the inside and get involved when you get on the team you start going oh okay that's why and so yeah. we encourage you to get engaged with the yes. with the community of grace yep. and you'll see all the cool things are going I, I was just going over our uh, our budget you know and last year you know what our electric bill I was, was last say, year ooh, for eight campuses I can't I one million dollars yep one million was the that's electric insane. bill total for the year so you know may go well that's that's just part of the ministry i mean and, and we don't leave all the air on all the no. time we have to <laughs> we have to ask for it yeah. you guys don't know say, like we're working here today we, <laughs> and i had to walk through the sanctuary in the dark to get yeah. over here the yeah. big yeah. you know so that was, that crazy. Was so we're creepy. good we're, we, yeah. we're, i work tight we with it we try to be yeah a million dollars yeah, yeah just for the just for the electric and electricity and during the summer and utilities yeah yeah. It would be a no big one problem. To church. Hey, there's no a couple. There's a couple weekends during the summer where it was warmer, and yeah. people definitely noticed. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that yeah. wasn't that wasn't a tithing message, but <laughs> wasn't intentional. I mean, yeah. I hear stuff like that from the church I came from, and I'm like, praise God, I get yeah. to be a part of that. Like, I get to yeah. give to turn the lights on at the new Suncoast location. Yeah. Like, that is so yeah. cool it's, it's to reach people like that. And, and I've even heard people, uh, and usually sometimes these are people who don't know what the scripture says, but all all throughout scripture, you're saying that the kingdom is being advanced through money, hmm. through people, their sacrifice, yeah. and through money. So God often uses money to advance the kingdom. He yeah. does it also for our faithfulness and consistency. But Second mm-hmm. Corinthians is Paul talking about, hey, I need money to do ministry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philippians is talking about, hey, we need money to do yeah. ministry. So it's all throughout the scripture. So when people, I've heard people go, you don't need money to do ministry. Yeah, yeah, we do. Because yeah. yeah. the light bill is a million dollars. We need yeah. it so that when people come in here, they're not reading by candlelight yeah. uh, or in the darkness. So we need mm-hmm. those things to advance the kingdom. And so, and we're, we're, you know, I want to apologize as a church for anyone that's been hurt by yes. ministries that mm-hmm. has taken advantage uh, of, of your giving and your finances. Yeah. And, you know, we've seen scandals on TV yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Or even and, manipulating people. I mean, listen, uh, yeah. we, 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 it's, it's up between you and God. We know what the scriptures say, but yeah, man, right. the, I've, I've been in places where there's pressure. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and man, we don't want you feeling pressure. We want you to have freedom. Service. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, guilt, making mm-hmm. you feel guilty. You know, when we, we take the offering every week, we just go and take it and talk about vision. You know, we right. don't spend five minutes. And once a year, we do a series on finances. Yeah. Once a year. Yeah. In fact, we're not even being biblically proportionate because the Bible, money and possessions, there's two thousand verses in the Bible. Yeah. Yep. Way more than any other subjects we talk about. Mm-hmm. But yet, you know, so you know, we we don't. We're not apologizing for trying to help people understand. Yeah. Right. Man, this is, it's like, like forgiving someone, you know? Mm-hmm. If you forgive them, it does more for you. Mm-hmm. You're the one who gets set free. Same with finances. When you start doing it God's way. Yeah. 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 Mm. I love that analogy. Got another tough question for us? Any tough ones? This, no. This is the okay. last one that we got. Um, and then I'd love to hear some closing thoughts from you guys on the topic. But um, Daryl shared this weekend, sometimes it's hard to put God first. What are some tools that we have that can help us do that? Hmm. 
I feel like we say the same thing sometimes every week, but you guys go on that one. I mean, if you guys aren't in community, that's what we say every yeah. week. Community, get in yeah. community, time with God, time with mm-hmm. God, structure some time. I mean, yeah. again, I'm a morning person, so it's easy yeah. for me to say this. You know, put God first. What well, starts to me in the morning, the first thing you do when you get up. Yeah, I mean, the first thing I do is get a cup of coffee, mm. but then I'll, you know, it's it's that focused time, you yeah. know, and that's gets you in that. It sets up your day, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, if it's about a relationship, it's you gotta spend time mm-hmm. with God. It's the was it? I think you mentioned it. You know, it, I don't remember who it was that was talking about. It. It's like, well, yeah, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian, but at the same time, if you never went home when you have a wife, <laughs> yeah. how think how do you think that relationship's gonna go? <laughs> yeah. Like it's yeah. so if. I think a lot of times we don't feel close to God. And on the other side, there's a whole bunch of guilt of, I haven't spent time with God this entire time. I feel guilty about it, so I'm not going to do it. Look, God, there's no part of God stomp, like <laughs> tapping his foot going, I was waiting for you to come back. Yeah, He he is just sitting there. He's waiting. He's ready to forgive, ready to be there, ready to start a new relationship. Yep. Every single time in the Bible, he's like, let's get up, let's go. That's the reason together. Yeah, yeah. let's just go. Mercies on you every morning. Right. Mm-hmm. There, there's no like, you go sit in your stuff for a while, yep. and then when you figured it out, you can <laughs> right. come and talk to me. That's not God. Yeah. It's literally like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Like, stop. Let's Don't sit there. Let's just yeah. move forward. And so I think we've got to be very good, because I think everyone we know has started a Bible reading plan and has failed at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. the enemy would love to tell you, well, because you failed at that, this is how God feels, and so you can't go back yeah. into yeah. it. He's really- like, no. Yeah. Yep. If you went through a one-year Bible reading plan and it took five years, that is fine. Yep. Keep going. That's Just right. keep going. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, that's... And, and yeah. pe- people often think they need a plan. I, I hear people come to me all the time, where should I start? Anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just start talking. Start reading. Start mm-hmm. praying. You don't, you don't need a plan to get intimate with God. You just need to want to be intimate with God. Mm-hmm. And when you start there... Yeah, there, there, yeah, there's great reading plans and Bible study plans and all that stuff. That stuff will happen. But mm-hmm. just start waking up every day and saying, God, I'm grateful. I want to I just mm-hmm. want to share with you and talk to you. It's it's it, it's not this big thing. Yeah, we do serve a big God and it's yeah. awesome to be able to communicate with him. But just like you said, just start. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel condemned. Yeah. Just yeah. start. That's right. Yeah. Hmm. So Pastor Joel's actually awesome. going to start off a reading plan in Leviticus. For everybody, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Num- numbers, <laughs> doing it in numbers. Uh, no, I love that. Yeah, I think the main thing we want to say, and this is our heart. You know, we believe in like you said it one time during a very difficult series: unconditional love and unconditional, uncompromising Uncompr- truth. truth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think we're gonna we're gonna bring the truth to you. And finances right. is one of the hardest things for people. Mm-hmm. We don't want you walking away from any of our teachings feeling, "Gosh, I'm terrible." No, no. take the truth. Ask God, how can I begin to apply this in my life? And I think, like we said earlier, start somewhere. Then if it's 1%, 2%, I'm going to honor God with this part. Yeah. Because I haven't been a good steward. I can't do 10. I'm going to start here. Yep. And I had, can't tell how many people start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then a year down the road, they see improvement, just mm-hmm. like you do working out in yep. two years. Yep. And I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that story. You know, mm-hmm. um, And some preachers don't believe that. Oh, if they're not giving 10, look. Some people just got to start somewhere. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so be encouraged. Just so you know, we're not all looking up your giving. We, no. we don't even have access to it. It's it's yeah. funny. There, there's a thing going around on social media right now that reminded me of my growing up where it's literally, it's, it's the Malachi verse, and they, oh, yeah. they listed out all the people in the church that are not giving. Not oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like... <laughs> 
Yep, that, I, I, they I, had the names I, of the people, they had right? The names yeah. of oh, the people. On it. That, that was going, a joke, oh. though, right? No, the no, church is really doing that. That's yeah. very. Yeah. Oh man, I, probably, I remember names of people. Old, wow. It's, oh yeah, it's yeah. I remember names of people that weren't in wow. small groups or weren't in Sunday school. Wow. Uh, people that are not, yeah, that were yeah. there for Super Bowl Sunday, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and stuff like that. But that, like, we're not doing that. So we're when we teach on this, yeah, you come up and introduce yourself. We don't know how much you're giving, and so we're not. Our goal is not to check on it and to to make sure you're doing it. We right. believe that the Holy Spirit's going to work in your heart, that's going to convict you, and that's your step forward. It's not yeah, going to be yeah. us coming up to your door and knocking on it and going, hey, uh, no, you're at 7%. Yeah. What's up? But you know what we, do, what we, what we do know, Gallup poll tells us only like 14% of people in the church truly tithe. I mean, truly right. give the 10. Yeah. And that's such a low percentage. You go, yeah. obviously, people struggle, and they, they mm-hmm. have fear or greed. Whatever it is, is keeping them from really doing what God wants them to do. And that's yep. why we're going to keep every year because it's a, it's a right. it's a huge area that God wants us to be free in. But mm-hmm. you know. I think a lot of people, you've said this before, tip. Yeah. And I think the big step is going from tipping to tithing. Yeah. yeah. The mm-hmm. idea of, of not just giving something. Because tipping is, I mean, you tip based on how you feel in that moment yeah. and what I'm, what I'm doing, but this is what I'm going to do because I know this is what God's called me to do. Yeah. Not the leftovers, right? right. The first fruits. Mm-hmm. First, first fruits. Yeah. First fruits. Yeah. And I've, I've never... In all my time of being in church and talking to people, I've never met one person ever that has said I was being faithful and consistent to God, and I regret it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. it's true. Yeah, never because God God is faithful to His promise. Yeah. He's faithful mm-hmm. to His word, and so I think yeah. one of the things you said in your message was really good about tithing doesn't keep us from troubles. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think sometimes people yeah. tithe like, why is this happening to me? That's the enemy trying to get into you. Yeah, because you know, I've I've asked that question. Gosh, I'm when Debbie and I first married, we're faithful tithing, and another car breaks down. Mm-hmm. Why, you know? But we had to get past the why and go. No, oh, we're going to keep trusting the principle. So it's hard, especially yeah. when you are doing some things right in that area, mm-hmm. but then things aren't right in some other things. But man, yeah. don't don't tie those two right. together. There's going to be know? trials in life. Yeah, there are. Yeah, it's a it's a part of it. Yeah, Jesus yeah. said, expect them. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We did get other questions, but I feel like we covered them, um, you know, and I, I don't want to keep repeating it. So yeah. I would also encourage people to go back, listen to last week. We mm-hmm. covered finance at the pastor's yeah. hangover as well. Yeah. But we have one more week of Two finance. Weeks. Actually, you know, this one's more on vision. Uh, really, yes. uh, we are, yeah. uh, it's a, a vision message. At the end, there's going to be a financial uh, call to it. But man, yeah. you want to hear the heart and the vision of grace. You, you be here this weekend. It's going to be exciting. Uh, what God has done, mm-hmm. what He is doing, mm-hmm. what He's going to do in the future. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be good. And you're preaching. I'm yeah. preaching. See, here's what happens. Yes. <laughs> we do the hard ones, the finance ones, mm-hmm. and then Hal gets to do one on talent and time. And so we do the ones where we're, we're talking about people's money, and then Hal, hey, you're unique. You have special <laughs> gifts and talents. So, you know. We're doing a heavy I love, We do the heavy I love how this has been said behind closed doors, and now all of a sudden, Craig. Just, Craig I went public <laughs> with it. I went public I like, with it. I feel like I got to start off my message on money. Just you got to come in. You got to come a hard. little bit more. You got to come. <laughs> I like that. 
like, was that a Hal impersonation or that? No, 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 that was that. Your voice is but, that soft. But hey, we're talking but, about stewardship. But he right. is going to talk about the stewardship of time and time talent, and talent, which is yeah. huge. Yeah. Because yeah. so we can't do what we do without all the volunteers. Absolutely. That's Grace Family Church. Well, so that's another one. People assume we have more than enough money to do whatever, and people also assume we have more than enough people to do it because everything goes so smoothly. Go, they don't need me. Oh, no, you're needed. If you were in meetings, going, we need more people, and it's not that we just need more people in certain places. We need you to to fill in in the place where God's called you. Amen. He's, right. he's moving you. But it's very easy to come to a church like Grace and to go, oh, they're fine. They're fine. Yeah, because yeah. I think we've been at that church where the pastor stood up in the front going, we need three people in in the kids' Sunday school for this, and we're not moving forward until we have three people yeah. stand up. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't been a part of that, that's yeah. awesome. You were yeah. not a part of that. Yeah. But yeah. That, that has happened. And they basically, that's the way that it works. So we're... We, we want you to find your place. We don't yeah, want yeah. you to just feel pressured into a place. Yeah, and the same that's thing good. Mind. We want you to step into what God has for you. We don't want you to do it just because we said it. Yeah, exactly. And so, good stuff. That's but, cool. Mm, I love apparently this. Apparently, that's the wimpy message, but yeah, it's all good. <laughs> we didn't say that outright, but there was an impersonation with there a wasn't wimpy a, voice. There was an absolute impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this behind-the-scenes look, because yes. I yeah. think sometimes people don't get to hear that heart about volunteering. True. Or the, the heart yeah. about, you know, Money, money and where it goes yeah. and they will next weekend though all right well that is yeah. it we're calling no. a close all on right. another week of the pastor's hangover thank you all for joining us we love having you with us and yes. getting to share with you guys and new episodes drop every thursday see ya <laughs>